It's Tech for Market Explainer, your number one business news podcast. Hosted by Danny and the big man. And it starts right now. Howdy, y'all. We're back. And right now we're going to talk about it. It's finally happening. I have pushed for the story, by the way. I had to convince the big man that we were going to talk about this. Mm, that's true. Fascinating, interesting thing has happened. Uh, Volkswagen. So Volkswagen, for, for those of you uninitiated, uh, you know, the United States, they're not a huge brand. They're a brand. They're a big brand. They sell cars. People buy them. I, uh, you know, at the There's height probably of the a pity, reason for that, Danny. 100 years ago. So. Eh, well, but anyway, go ahead. I digress. Okay, well, I'm just saying. All right. We all know uh, who makes the Beetle, right? The Volkswagen yes, Beetle. Uh, yes, right. okay. Yeah. A, a guy who, Charlie Chaplin-esque looking fellow. <laughs> um, very interesting mustache, very eloquent speaker, apparently. Yes. Yes. Marched kind of funny. Uh-huh. Uh, so there's a certain reputation. Hey, they're big in Mexico. Just our, 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 our friends to the South here, our cousins to the South. Yeah. They built that original Beetle till 2003, by the way. Fascinating information. Uh, uh, yeah, and they'll continue to bring it back because everybody and their dog since look, I, right. look great car. Anyway, that's got not off the track. point, though. That's not the right. point of the story. Go ahead. Interesting little piece of tidbit. I'm a, I'm a business nerd, so I love talking about this stuff. Volkswagen bought a part of a company called Navistar, which is a commercial engine manufacturer. They built the 7.3 diesel engine that was in Ford's for the longest time that everybody thought was the greatest V8 diesel engine you know yes. our, our friend danny uh i'm not gonna say his last name the mortgage guy danny you know what i'm talking about yep. right he has a 7.3 old body style ford f-150 and i said if you ever sell this thing and don't call me he said you're gonna have to kill one of my sons first because they're in line for this i was like you gotta call well, me when you get and ford bought it from what was originally international international harvester right, <laughs> right. so all of this to say Volkswagen ends up with this name, Scout. Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> if you pay attention to cars like I do, you saw that uh, Ford brought the Bronco back. And they initially were going to bring back the Bronco Scout, which was going to be a smaller version, which they ended up calling Bronco Sport, which ended up coming out first. And every hairstylist I know traded in her Wrangler to get one. <laughs> I know a lot of hairstylists. <laughs> a lot of my exes are hairstylists. Um, so the, the, uh, the Bronco sport garbage, complete garbage. It's basically a SUV. Uh, it's a crossover. It's look, it's a, it's a car that looks like yeah. a tiny SUV. That's all it is. Yeah. Which is, Hey, it's marketing. That's what companies are for. Yeah. Right. So Volkswagen ends up with this historic American nameplate scout International Harvester was this company that made tractors. Mm-hmm. Big man just informed me before in the pre-show that his they used to have an International Harvester truck on the farm That's where he right. grew up, and uh, they just they stopped making vehicles for the public in the what the late seventies maybe. Yeah, that, up until I think seventy six was when International technically you know what I mean stopped making um, anything but diesel engines right Right. at that point but yeah it was in the mid 70s and uh, previous to that and you and i had talked about it they originally were supposed to be a government contractor type of company um but jeep won that bid we all know and have seen movies and military jeeps and and this kind of stuff the scout was 
essentially named because it was originally supposed to be a scout vehicle in the military. Yeah. It didn't make it that way, obviously. Didn't get the contract. So they continued, well, hey, we've got this, we're making this, you know, car and we're going to sell them. And, uh, and we, you and I were talking, it created the vehicle, some vehicles, Chevelle's, old Mustangs, um, you know, even El Camino's back in the day. Some vehicles back in the day created a cult following. If you were an El Camino guy, you are still an El Camino guy in 2022. Right. That's right. Most most uh, listeners may not even know what an El Camino is. Look it up. You're going to see that it's a car and a truck combined in a very weird way. But if you were an El Camino guy, you are still an El Camino guy. It's Um, the automotive mullet. Right. It's uh, a business in the front party in the back. And if you're an El Camino guy, an automotive mullet. Yeah. And if you're an El Camino guy in 2022, you have a mullet, right? You have a hockey mullet. You might have. But in this way, the scout back then, the International Scout, still to this day, people love huge followers. Yeah, they they have a huge following. So Volkswagen ends up with the name, and they say in 2026, we're going to bring this brand back as an EV-only brand. Now, here's why I fought for the story, and I fought – like it was nom, baby. I mean, like that's how I was fighting for this story. Um, here's why it's fascinating. They have the board of Volkswagen has approved that this new brand will be sold direct to consumer. So the Vol- Volkswagen's existing <clears throat> dealer base is saying, Hey, you're about to cut us out of this new piece of business, right? They're trying to go the Tesla model, which Tesla right. uh, has, has tried now, certain states, different laws, including Texas. That Tesla still cannot direct to consumer in the state of Texas. Right. So Volkswagen, but Vol- look, Volkswagen is banking on that Tesla is going to get this figured out in all these states by right. 2026 when this right. is supposed to come out. They right. um, are also banking on, look, this isn't a new idea. We live in a copycat business world. General mm-hmm. Motors did this a year ago with Hummer, right? Right. That they're revitalizing the Hummer. Right. Right. Which traditionally does. There's an old, there's an old joke and that I forget the comedian that said it. Back when Hummers, when they started selling them to regular people instead of being a military vehicle, and then they had the Hummer, the H2, the H3, that just became more and more regular SUVs instead of Hummers. And the the comedian, it was famous, it was like, yeah, I own a Hummer because fuck the environment, right? So (laughs) Now, I agree with that sentiment. Now, the electric Hummer does a much better job of doing that to the environment than anybody that any of these eco-fascists will ever admit to, right? But turning around 10 years later and making the Hummer an EV, right, is like yeah, this really, big, right? Well, and and so, that's what Volkswagen is doing. Right. So if we remember, we did this story, I can't remember when, uh, a couple of weeks ago, about Volkswagen was shipping some EVs from Germany. Yep. And uh, oopsie-daisy, a billion dollars they lost on this thing catching on fire. So yeah, Volkswagen goes, hey, guess what, guys? We're not going to keep shipping these EVs here. So they're going to build a factory for this new brand, Scout. And they said, hey, we're going to revive this. So they're doing a couple things, which I think is interesting. Here's a major established automaker bringing back an old brand that has a bunch of heritage in the United States. Now, Volkswagen, again, like I was saying in the beginning, doesn't have the strongest foothold, but is always competing with Toyota to be number one. Toyota competes in, the in this in the, in the world. world. Yeah. 
And Toyota competes. This is how they compete. We're Toyota everywhere. Everywhere we go, we're Toyota. Volkswagen. I actually learned this week that Toyota, their headquarters is literally yeah. in Toyota, Japan. Like the city. Yes. There's it's a named city Toyota. named Toyota. With a D, right? Because the well, original, the family's but I didn't name is know a D. That, you know, like yeah. that's, that's the craziest thing that Toyota. Yeah. So the, the CEO. So the CEO of Toyota is the grandson of, I think it's Ichiro Toyota uh, with a D. Right, right. Something like that. I knew he ran yeah. it, but again, having so the, the city. Right. Well, I mean, they, I mean, hey, so, but Volkswagen has done this thing where they acquired companies, they acquired Audi, they acquired Porsche, mm-hmm. they acquired, uh, um, uh, oh, shoot, Lamborghini, they own all this, all these, uh, Bentley. They became big through acquisitions, they became big through attrition, they, and now, you know, they, they, they acquire a lot of stuff, but they have a procedure where they, where they Volkswagenify a brand where they buy it. Mm-hmm. And actually, it, it's it's worked for them. So you know, you know, if you look at the Seat Cupra, which is a vehicle we don't get here, they get it in Spain. I mean, like it's it's just a like it's a GTI. Like we get it here as something else, but nonetheless, this is an established brand bringing back an old name. So if you look at Rivian, Lucid, all these other companies, they have these names that no one really like. Where do they come from, right? Well, no, they're a new car company. There's no, yeah. there is no loyalty. There's no, there's right. already, there's no foundation of loyalty already there. So Volkswagen was very successful in bringing back the Beetle, right? The new Beetle, and all they did was copied the old shape and took a bunch of crap that they already had at the factory from a Volkswagen Golf or a Polo, and they just threw it all there and said. We made it round on the top, but they just sold a bajillion of them, right? Well, this is already this has always befuddled me when it comes to automakers because foreign automakers, Volkswagen, right back in the day, even all of your your uh, like you said Ferrari and all these different kinds of things, they 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 would do what when you say Volkswagenification, essentially what they're saying is, well, I bought this brand. I'm going to put a very similar engine that I use already in Volkswagen engine, and I'm going to put that engine in that car. When Chrysler originally, or Mercedes bought Chrysler, Chrysler bought Mercedes, I don't remember which, essentially they took all of the Chrysler engines out of all cars and replaced them with the much better, much more stable Mercedes engine. And you were driving around in a Chrysler, that had a Mercedes engine in it because that's what they do. They use their best technology and that way they can make much more for much less expensive. And that's the way Volkswagen goes about their business. Well, well, technically what they did was Mercedes said, Hey, here's all this crap we don't use anymore and gave it to Chrysler. It wasn't as direct as because they kept calling it a merger of equals, but it wasn't because it was like, no, 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 you're beneath us. You get our old crap. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see some guy in a Hellcat, like a, a, a Challenger Charger Hellcat, that's literally an E-class Mercedes from the 90s. Absolutely, they've retooled it a bunch, but the, nonetheless, they're going to. They're so they're so they're 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 cherry picking of a bunch of different stuff from other manufacturers. They're using Tesla's direct to consumer model. They're using an American brand that used to exist. They're reviving, and so they're reviving an American brand. And here's why. In a in a sea of of electric SUV competitors, this this plan works because it's an established automaker like Volkswagen who knows how to build cars. Volkswagen knows what it means to build a car. Rivian doesn't have a clue. Versus Versus Tesla, Rivian, Lucid, all these new electric car companies don't know what they're doing. 
I just saw a Rivian yesterday at the Infinity Viewer. It looks stupid. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a tiny truck. It reminds me of the old S10 Chevrolet. But it, look, yeah. you're, you're, Danny's making a prediction. Again, we're talking yes. 2025, 2026, maybe even 2027 if it's an Elon Musk kind of thing where they push it right. back a year or whatever. So we're talking about in the future. Now, I, and you you make a valid point on that it is an American brand they're trying to bring right. back by name. Now, right. Volkswagen is obviously a German company. They are trying right. to – Toyota did this with the Tundra back in 2007 when they went to the full-size – when Toyota became uh, a full-size pickup truck. Right. Right. Where it wasn't. It was a three quarter truck. Then they went to a full size. But right. what they did when they did that is they go, hey, we're going to make an American truck and we're going to make it in America. San Antonio, Texas. Texas right. Well, that's right. So we're going to make an American truck and we're going to make it in America, even though it's still a Toyota. Right. Right. And Volkswagen doing the same thing. They want to right. bring back an American name. They want to build it at least initially in America. Right. As right. an EV vehicle to try and. Now, in their estimations, they're trying to double their American market share, which currently is anywhere from 3 to 5%, depending on the year. So right. when you're talking about in America, it's a small, small percentage of the overall market. Right. But I think it's easier to capture the EV buyer with a heritage nameplate that feels cool that you have. I drive a Scout. Now, if you tell someone you drive a Rivian, they're like, what's that? And right. In the future, they're going to say, how do you get that repaired? Because didn't they go bankrupt after Ford sold off all their shares? Amazon took it in the pants because of Rivian. The last guy holding the bag is George Soros. I'm even afraid to say his name. I believe it conjures a demon. I don't know if that's true or not. Hail Mary, full of grace. Like, uh, that is great. Anyway, yeah. you, you, you have a point. I just don't know that it's going to work. This is actually so, my issue with most EV manufacturers. Why would you right. go out and buy a Lucid EV or a right. you know, Stellantis if Ford's going to make EVs? If well, General no, Stel Motors are going to make Stellantis EVs? is Chrysler, but... You, no, well, I know you what you're saying. I'm, saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, Stel why would not you... Stellantis? What's the one that sounds like that? That's also another EV that uh, there's make a bunch right now. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. But the point is, why would you buy a Rivian? Why would you buy a Lucid? Why would you buy any of these? Tesla has proven that it can sell vehicles. But let me tell you something. I don't know about where you live, but if you drive around to the higher end used car dealers in your town or your, your big metropolitan area, you know what you're going to see a bunch of sitting in the lot? Teslas, right? So <clears throat> I know people who bought the Tesla, tried to live with it for a couple of months. I know somebody who tried to live with it for a year. Can't it, it just for them. It doesn't work. I know people who own it as a third vehicle, right? They have, they have two or three vehicles and this is like, okay, we're adding a, for them. It works. Right. So, <clears throat> and I'm not bashing Tesla. I love the company, no. love Elon Musk. I'm yeah. just saying they, they have to go through. There's a reason that these car manufacturers, a lot of them, Volkswagen, General Motors, uh, Stellantis being what was Chrysler, right? For right. that have been around for a hundred plus years. They figured right. out how to make cars a hundred years ago and have right. continued to make that. Tesla hasn't been through that. Right. right. So, so what Volkswagen has is they have manufacturing prowess they already manufacture cars in north america down in mexico right now i think they have a plant in the u.s in uh, chattanooga tennessee um their u.s headquarters is chattanooga tennessee i tried to go work for gary v in chattanooga when he bought when he got that deal with them it didn't work obviously I, they didn't even call me back and they 
told me never to call them again and asked me to leave their headquarters, which was offensive, but okay. <laughs> um, uh, they, ha they have a heritage American brand that has hmm. a reputation when it comes to off-roading and stuff like that. You have a swell of interest in, you know, this is something that Big Man and I didn't discuss, but overlanding, right? People going out into nature. The Panini accelerated what was already happening where people are like, why do I want to go on a vacation to Mazatlan or why, or, or uh, Tulum, right? When I can go drive in nature in America and live in a van like a weirdo. And put a satellite on top <clears throat> where I can still have internet, right? And right. still have TV and whatever. And you start combining this. There's 15 different markets at here, markets at play here where Chevrolet's Bronco, or sorry, Ford's Bronco mm -hmm. is a commercial success, but a mechanical failure. Right. Okay. So they're going to end up beating Ford to the punch. Chevy, who even knows? I mean, GM brought the Hummer back, but I think they sold, they think they delivered 15 of them this year and then recalled all 15 of them for <laughs> right. fire hazards. Well, like where, where it's going to work, again, this is, I think Volkswagen has a better shot than, say, Rivian or Lucid yes. because they know yes. how to make a car. Right, they're That's going what I'm to figure saying. it out. General Motors and Ford are going to pierce the EV market when Ford right. starts delivering the the F one fifty Lightning. Because correct, if you own a Ford F one fifty, if you're a Ford guy, they already have brand loyalty, right? Ford, right. and if you're an F one fifty guy, that's how you penetrate the U S market. You come out right. with the Ford, you come out with the truck, right? General Motors Hummer, forget General Motors Hummer EV. What they need to make, and they are, right, is the Sierra Electric, I forget what it's called, the Bolt, yeah. right? The Bolt. So No, no, they're 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 coming out with a Silverado EV. It looks right, like an old Avalanche. Isn't it called the Bolt? No, the, the Bolt is their the Bolt is the EUV, which is like a it's a it looks like a tall wagon. It looks like a Subaru kind of. Oh, okay. The Bolt okay. is, a, yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Is so, a, but, but, but I know they're making a Silverado EV, yes, right? Yeah. And Ford's is called Lightning, the F-150 Lightning, right? So that's yeah. when you penetrate the American market is when you start right. making what looks like a truck, which is what Americans want to drive, right? Right. And it's, and it's an electronic vehicle. Um, and then you can push into the SUV market, which Volkswagen right. has done one thing I think very intelligent in this. And, and this is what I call copycat business model is they say, Hey, we're not going to try and compete while all y'all are trying to figure this out. We're going to compete right. three or four years from now. We're going to set the infrastructure. And then right. when everybody's figured everything out, we're right. going to just copy that. Right. Because and there's no such thing as a secret anymore. Right. Right. And, and so I, maybe were you thinking of Fisker when you were saying Stellantis? I mean, there's yes. Fix, Fisker, Lordstown. There's so many of these EV men, uh, pop that popped up. And those uh, are the, just on. the ones in America. When you talk about the right. ones that are over in Asia, there's Correct. another half a dozen um, EV that companies we, over in Asia that right. I think there's only one of them that actually makes cars yet. Right? right, and the rest of them are in that pre "we're gonna yeah, make yeah, yeah. cars" stage, but right. um, it, I, I think it's got a chance. I think it's got a better chance than the other ones you just listed off. hundred um, percent. Never been a Volkswagen guy. Never been. I love the original Volkswagen Beetle. It will. Right. I mean, that they were go kart engines. You could fix them yeah. constantly, Easy. easily. I've taught people how to work on engines using Volkswagen engines because they are right. so simple. So simple, yeah. Um, but. I'm obviously a German company, just never been a big fan of their cars, their luxury vehicles, any of it. Not but, of them, yeah. 
if if they come out and they do the marketing right and they go, hey, we're like Toyota did again, follow their game plan. We're going to build it in America for Americans. Right? right. And it's EV. So it's the new hottest topic. And they do it right. Meaning they do learn from Ford and Chevrolet, whatever mistakes that Ford and Chevrolet make over the next couple of years. And they right. go, hey, we need to not do X. We need to not do Y. And right. if there just so happens to be a battery breakthrough between now and then, they could be poised right in the middle to just right. start. We don't have any um, legacy batteries. We're starting right. with the newest technology. Correct. Just a little tidbit, uh, you know, for those... If you actually, you know, want to buy a classic Beetle, don't go searching for the United States to get one. Hop down to good old Mexico because you can import one uh, that's 25 years old. They made them till 2003, and I think in 93 is where they switched the manufacturing process. So they kind of went do, 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 do. But before that, you can just start importing like an 80s, like, you know, a 40-year-old design from the 80s that they kept making. And so. even on top of that, and I know this because I was looking into it for my children at one point, is you can buy one of those old school manual Beatles, Beatles yeah. and for about $3,000, buy an EV kit, kit. that yep. specifically fits with that transmission. So you Everything, pull that, yeah. you put, it's, it's all laid out specifically yep. for Volkswagen Beetle. It's, it it's slides plug and right play. in, it's plug yep. and play, and you now have an EV 1960s, 70s Beetle, right? Right. How how many miles do those get? Like you probably get like what hundred miles on a charge with one of those things. It's like hundred and fifty, depending because it, it depends on how many batteries hey, you put in. Where your kid? Where's your kid going that it needs over hundred fifty miles? Right. Oh, but that's my. That was why I was looking into them is because right. hey, I could teach them and I have engines by right. pulling apart a, a Volkswagen engine, yeah. putting it back together, right or whatever, right. and then make them help me convert it to an electric, and then right. they have a school car that they're driving up and down the street to go to school. Right, yeah. or whatever, because they're getting close to that age. So if you can get a good deal on an old Volkswagen from Mexico, or you can yeah. find them around town, or you can find you them can, around but Texas, right? You can, you're going to get a cleaner one down in Mexico, is all I'm saying. And then you spend two or three thousand dollars on converting it to an EV. It's right. not sixty thousand dollars for a new Ford Lightning, right? Right. So, so the only problem is your football player sized sons aren't going to fit in there. Not all three of them. <laughs> They need three. They need one they each. They need three, but then they yeah. would treat them as, you know, crash cars okay. or, or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, this is a story here on Market Explainer we're going to continue to follow. Yeah. We're going to follow up on. The, one of the reasons I pitched the story and was able to sell it to the big man was, hey, we're going to track this thing till the plant opens. We're going to the opening of the plant as Market Explainer. We're going to be there. They're like, who are these two weirdos? We've invited ourselves. And when Correct. Danny shimmies into the middle to grab yep. the scissors, yeah, we yeah, record yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, of course, the trial will be public. So that will come out. And then, yeah. So we'll televise it like the death herd trial. There you go. That's, yeah, there you go. All right. All right. Well, who's our well, sponsor, Danny? <clears throat> I want to tell you about Big Man Gear. You can go to bigmangear.com. You can learn all about the big man's brand. That's this guy. He has a t-shirt brand. He sells graphic t-shirts. They're fun shirts. Uh, they're printed and delivered by Amazon, making everybody's life easier. Go to bigmangear.com. They'll take you to the Amazon store and check it out. That's right. All right, folks. We'll see you next time around.